In a half-teasing way, I spoke before at the beginning of the program about talking about the future of technology with our guest who is in studio. And that, I don't think is much of a stretch to say that Sean Phillips, who is with the Michigan Science Center, is in many ways because of his involvement in a program called STEM, very much involved in the future of technology for us. We certainly hope he is. Sean, thank you very much for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now, you've been involved, as I understand, at the Michigan Science Center for quite a few years in developing uh, their STEM program. Explain what STEM is, first of all. So STEM stands for, it's an acronym for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. And uh, whenever you hear that acronym STEM, just know it stands for those subjects. Now, have you... um integrated the arts at all? Because a lot of people are starting to talk in terms of STEAM, right, and put arts in there too, because arts and and design a lot of times uh, go hand in hand with some of the technology. Yeah, so we have incorporated the arts as well, so we kind of go in the quasi-STEM, STEAM. (laughs) Uh, When you think about um, the things that we're doing at the Michigan Science Center, there's a lot of art that's involved with all of your designing, right. all of the form factors, sure, sure. and with technology, you have to make a product that looks good, yeah, which right. has a lot of art that is incorporated in it. Now, when you, STEM, I guess, I Gary, from the years that we've dealt with it, with the Michigan Conference of Women in Technology. Michigan Council, yep. They've been very involved in that. With I have, I've identified it with women, with girls. Is, is that fair, or is, is that the direction that it's been mainly focused in? For pertaining to for getting kids involved in in science, technology, engineering, and math, that has been primarily kind of to help girls get on board. I, d- with I don't this. think so. We talked to so? a, a lot of the women right through the Michigan Obviously, yeah. um, Council on Women in Technology, but and they talk because that's who they help our young young girls to stay involved in STEM. And it's and there's a lot of boys that have been involved, but it's really very broad, non-gender, right? Well, I mean, so <laughs> one of the things that we, we look at to do at the Science Center and what our, what our vision is, is that we want to empower and enrich all children and communities with STEM. Okay. So as you guys are, are talking, um, my background is actually in engineering. And in my classes, I, it's safe to say there were a lot of females that were in my classes mm-hmm. and, and, and women were, were lacking in our classes, which means that they're not going to pursue those different careers. So that I, my my daughter and all of her friends thought that was a, a real good reason to be involved in STEM, right? Because <laughs> there weren't many other girls there. <laughs> well, you, you know, my son was involved with STEM up at the school system that he attended. That's right. And one of the benefits of that, of, of STEM, is the hands-on aspect of it. Because usually when you, if you have a child and they're sitting up there and you're just memorizing boring formulas and, and the math stuff, you have to make that, how does this apply in the real world type of okay, thing? And okay. that's where the engineering portion of it comes in. Then things start clicking together. When they, the kids start moving and the, uh, motorizing their hands and they think and the creativity all together, that's when you know the um, rockets start going off in their head and, and the excitement comes and the passion comes for the kids. How was that? Was that good? That, that was great. <laughs> uh, so, so what you're you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what you're talking about is is being able to retain information by um, doing hands-on projects. Yeah. And at the science center, that's that's all what we focus on is we want our students to be able to um, do hands-on projects so that they can retain the information and that it's fun, cool, engaging, exciting, and you get that through the hands-on engagement. 
What, what has been the history of the STEM education or the STEM programming at the, the Science Center? Yeah, so we have a program, um, as, you, as we're talking about uh, girls in STEM, it's called the STEM and Easter Project. And the, the focus of this project and the reason why we started it is because we want to be able to defy the statistics and uh, focus on the gender bias of getting girls interested in STEM. And we, the focus is girls between the grades of fourth through eighth grade And the different components we have is what you just alluded to is the hands-on component of it. So each of the sessions, girls are creating a car, a robot. They're designing Uh it. They're they're competing amongst each other. They're becoming comfortable in the different STEM disciplines because we're also incorporating role models to introduce them to what STEM's about in their profession. And that's usually the problem, isn't it? Um, So many times... uh, there's a bias against, oh, you know, this may be too hard for a girl. This may be not, you, you should go into something else. And, and I know that, uh, that it, and all too often when I was growing up, eons ago, <laughs> that was true. Um, it's really not true today, right? People have realized that, hey, guess what? They're absolutely as smart and many times smarter than <laughs> sure. the boy sitting next to them, right? So. Right. Um, it's wonderful to see us, and and that's really the age group where we kind of start to lose them, right? Because they're in, they're interested before that, and then they start saying, "Well, I better be yeah. interested in something else." So how do you how do you go about doing that at the the, the how science do you keep center? <laughs> so we go about doing that in in various ways. Uh, one way is we have continuous program that happens every second Saturday that's called uh, Steminista Saturdays. And each of those programs, we bring in community partners because the the beauty about the Steminista project is that we want to incorporate as many community members as possible that are also doing STEM within the area so that they're coming in and, you know, we've had overnight hackathons where girls would stay for the entire night, Mm -hmm. create a mobile app, and they will pitch the idea in terms of what they designed um, oh, I love that. Yeah, Justin did that just recently up at yeah, Michigan State it, University. It was called Sparta Hack. Yeah, Sparta. yeah, and, I love uh, it. Thirty-six hours and create a mobile app. And uh, I asked him if he won, and he said it was a great learning experience. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they had a great time. They really. By the way, our guest, four of them, the team together. <laughs> our guest in studio is Sean Phillips, who is the vice president of education and engagement at the Michigan Science Center. You know, I stepped into this without taking care of a very basic business, and that is, where is the Michigan Science Center? <laughs> and tell people where it is and how to get to it. Yeah, so our address is 5020 uh, John R. Street, located off of Warren and John R., um, the intersection. And you'll see a, a we have a IMAX, a planetarium. Oh, yeah. Um, and you'll see our signs right on the building and right across from the, the DIA, you'll see us. And, and pretty soon you'll be able to talk in terms of... Um, queue line stops you know we'll be at this queue line yes. stop right we actually have a queue line stop yeah, there you go I, was a- <laughs> I love it i love it really great i wanted to make sure that people understood where that is it's part of the wonderful cultural center that we have in in michigan the detroit institute of arts down there the libraries down there so many wonderful cultural institutions that have been part of detroit for a long long time are down there and are wonderful resources now do, do people have to pay to get in i want to make you know again kind of get the basic out of the way there yeah, they do have to pay to get in. Um, if you're a walk-in visitor, we have you know various packages that um, are listed online, um, as well as um, the great thing about students is we are we have different student group rates. 
So during the the week, we have a lot of student groups that come to the Science Center to uh, partake in our different exhibits and hands-on activities. Did I hear you have scholarships as well? For, we do. For, especially for the STEMinista thing? Yeah, so for the STEMinista, we have sponsors of science. Um, a lot of, of corporate sponsors have been able to, to back this project oh, to, to make it affordable for all our girls to, to partake in the activities. The program on Saturdays, it's it's $10. And if, um, oh, geez, we, that's... We, yeah, and we also have, you know, um, sponsorship should that be um, a barrier for anyone? So when a kid, well, when a young lady comes in to, to participate in that particular one, uh, is she coming? Is there going to be lunch served? I mean, what what is the day like for them? That's a great question because the kids want to eat. <laughs> so, so yeah, Get the so, important stuff out of the way. <laughs> so the program is from ten to three, and lunch is provided every single program. And um, so. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so through that experience, they're able to, you know, they start out from the program. They um, do some things in the science center. They build their project. They have lunch, and then um, the program concludes at three o'clock. What a deal! Ten bucks. And, I, and well, I'll bet they bucks. come back, right? Because <laughs> there's they only can partake in a whole, in a small sliver of what you actually yeah. do and have there. So they look at things and they go, I can't, you know, I can't really go immerse myself in that. And they want to come back and do it. So. Yeah. Yeah, be prepared to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Our guest, by, uh, by the way, is Sean Phillips. He's the Vice President of Education and Engagement at the Michigan Science Center. Well, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other STEM things that are going on there besides the STEM and ESTEP program that you have going on. We're talking about the Michigan Science Center and their science, technology, engineering, and math program, something really worthwhile for kids, boys, and girls of all ages to get involved in. Lost around Gary Baker and Ed Rudell here in-house. And by the way, thanks again to our buddy behind the glass. <laughs> I do, Mike Stetson. Thank you so much for your help. And uh, our guest in studio is Sean Phillips. He is the Vice President of Education and Engagement at the Michigan Science Center. And, you know, Gary, we, as much as we like talking about um, uh, the different technical resources, you know, c- companies, et cetera, we promoted them in this area. I love promoting our cultural institutions as well we have such a wealth of them in this area and one of those jewels is the michigan science center and sean you've been working there now since what uh, 2006 am i right no i've been at the science center since 2015 oh 2015 (laughs) a little later oh okay but you've been involved in stem education yes since uh 2000 and so before 2006 but i i used to work actually at motorola and I've been involved in STEM education since uh, 2008, 2009. Okay, okay. And and the website address is what? We'll put it on our website, but it's mi. Oh, th- dot- so the website. So our website is www.mi-sci.org. Okay. And if they go there, they can sign up for a newsletter. Yeah, if they go out there. The best thing to do is sign up for our newsletter because we have a lot of different promotions and activities that will keep you in the loop. And through the website, you can see our our different shows that are happening, as well as um, you know the IMAX Planetarium and just design your whole experience. That IMAX is so cool. They got all stuff going on at IMAX all the time, right? So what? The, yeah, anything coming up that's cool? Yeah. So we have uh, the movie Dream Big that is opening up next weekend, and the movie is an excellent movie about 
um, engineering and designing and as the title says to dream big which we should oh, always yeah. do um, and so then that's on, out. on an IMAX it, it is going to be big <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why they put it on the IMAX right <laughs> and you were asking a question too before about the different displays at the Michigan Science Center that's true because you know I've gone to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame which should be in Detroit yeah. and uh, I've gone there that's several true. times and, uh, and it seems so static and the only thing that ever changed was the 8th floor which was like Bruce right. Springsteen one time and you and YouTube another and the U2, uh, yeah, yeah, you too, and uh, um, but everything else was so static. So how often do things change up? And it sounds like you know when when you sign up for your newsletter that you you'll be notified of how often these things change. So how often do you change things up over there? Yeah, so we're always getting new movies. We're always um, adding new stage shows. I think which is probably one of the most exciting parts of it. Oh, that's right. It's a whole stage show too. Stage shows. <laughs> I love and it. Mixing that in between. And um, being able to also incorporate new programming around the science center. So when you come, you're going to interact with the with the scientists and the lab code and be able to do fun hands-on projects around the science center. Yeah, yeah I, I'm so seeing on the site that uh, there are exhibits and live shows. So now you got to just go down and figure out which ones that uh, you just can't miss and sign up for those. Doesn't it sound like a wonderful family activity? I mean, I, I almost wish I was raising my girls again to be able to uh, and be yep. able to go out and enjoy these You know, I things. really missed that uh, when, the, when the kids are now in college or out of the house. Yeah. I really missed all those spontaneous, hey, the school's planning a trip to the Detroit Science Center or <laughs> let's go up to Mott and do the, and go, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, 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 I really miss that. And the I scouts know. too. When we were in the scouts, we had field trips all the time and I, I really miss those days. You've got a big day coming up, I understand, March the 11th. Yeah, so March 11th is our year two kickoff of the STEM Easter Project, and it's also mixed with a, a free day sponsored by Ford Motor Company um, in honor of oh. Women's History Month. Oh, that is really cool. So you can get in free and enjoy all the goodies that there are there at the Michigan Science Center for nothing, thanks to the folks at Ford Motor Company. That is really fantastic. And you said it's, it's, it's the kickoff of the second year of the Steminista Project. Now, just a recap again for people who may have joined us a little late. Stemin, Steminista refers to a program uh, in which there are mentors that are included in training girls for girls in particular, right? That's the focus? Yeah, so we focus on girls between 4th through 8th grade, and it is... Um, around programming that girls are able to do different hands-on projects. The piece that you're speaking about in particular is the role models. So we're looking for for role models to be able to show girls and inspire them about what they're doing in yeah. their field, I which love is that. very powerful. Yeah, yeah. I really love that. So, you know, I'm looking at the theaters under the theater section, right? And and the IMAX dome. Wow, really cool. <laughs> a lot of it in 3D, I'm sure. And the planetarium, I would like that personally. And I know a lot of other people would. But I'm really unsure about the next one over, which is the Toyota 4D theater. Now, what's 4D theater, really? Come on. <laughs> you know, who's, who, where did they sneak that other D in? <laughs> right. So right now we're four. Who knows how high, how high they go. Um, so when you think about 4D, you have motion, you mm-hmm. have air, you have snow, sparks. Um, so that's what the 4D theater it. is okay. about. Um, and, and, and right now we're actually... Um, I'm going to get rained on? <laughs> you actually may. Oh, <laughs> that could be funny. You'll be in the splash zone, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, so right now we're, we're actually um, so we're doing some major renovations into the the Toyota Engineering Theater, and you have to check it out. Uh, you have to check very it out. Very cool. Sounds again another hands-on experience. 
How did you get involved in all of this? As a young African-American man, how did you get involved in this? That's a great question. So I, uh, so I went to the University of Michigan, studied electrical engineering, and then I went on, as I said earlier, I, I worked at Motorola designing cell phones. And then a colleague and I uh, started to get into STEM education, started our own organization oh. out of Chicago. And from there, um, the organization's still going on. It's called Project Sincere. And from there, I just fell in love with education mixed with engineering. And mm. that was my passion. And I've been educating students from within STEM for, for a very long time. And it, when you see that light bulb click and you oh, see them that yeah. are, you see that they came when they weren't interested and they changed their, their interest level for school, their attendance is increased. They, they have a, a newfound love for math and science, and they're able to connect that to a profession. Yep, and, and that's so important nowadays because so many kids, and I've seen this with a lot of kids that my son graduated school with, is they're still at home playing video games, and they never made that connection. Yeah. Because they said they were going to come out and they wanted to go to college and program video games, and they're still at mom and dad's house living in the basement, and they never made that connection about turning their passion and and into something. Never know, made the jump. Never made the jump. Yeah. Yep. So where did you grow up? I grew up. I grew up in the western suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Yeah. And then came to Michigan. Came in Ann Arbor, and then yeah, then yep. I went back to Chicago, and then came back to Michigan, and here so, I am. Uh, <laughs> Did you come to U of M for, for your degree? Yeah, yeah. Oh, in engineering. Yeah. yeah. The reason I asked you, by the way, before about being a young African-American man coming into this is I, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm imagining that some of the barriers to involvement are the same kind of ones that you see young women running into uh, in terms of ceilings yes. and limited possibilities and no, no, that's not for you kind of thing. Yes, and that is very true. So when, when, I, when you think about the classroom within college, there's not a lot of African-American men in there. there. There are not a lot of women that are in there as well. So we do have a, a similar, I would say, uphill battle in terms of being one of few in the classroom yeah. and being able to just be confident. And I think the supporting group and the cast that you are able to to, to build yourself around is, is important because the engineering is, is something that takes hard work and, and effort to, to get through. And I think for a, a student or a, a young kid to be able to connect that to them very early because math and science are strong building blocks mm-hmm. and you need, oh, yes. you need the foundation to continue to matriculate to, um, to all the way to college and, and so forth. We continue to hear Gary around here. I, I was just listening the other day to uh, Mike Brennan's uh, um, M Squared Techcast, and he was interviewing somebody who was talking about the fact that employers in this area are still crying out for labor. We absolutely they, are. They're, they're There's not di- enough people that are skilled, that are trained to to be involved in IT the way we need them to. Exactly. That's a desperate need, and you're at a, at the, at a cutting edge of that, um, Sean. Yes. An extremely important part of that is developing that uh, that labor pool by getting the kids in you know at that age involved and interested in it as well. Do you see that growing? Yeah, I, I do see it. I do see it growing. I think there's a lot of work that that needs to be done um, as it is around the, the country. Science is our science scores aren't strong. Yeah. And I think there needs to be more of a focus in the sciences to be able to increase those scores. And um, science is a, is a topic that it's very interesting, but it also, you know, it takes some work. It's demanding. It's demanding. Yeah, it's demanding. You know, I, I see us, I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I see us depending on these H1 visas, you know, mm-hmm. way too much. 
You mean we haven't got people intelligent enough in our in our own country to be able to do that kind of thing? It's not intelligence, right? It's no. just having the opportunity and to be involved and to stay involved. Now there is some there's some attitude, but there's also the yeah. You know, it's hard. It's not terribly easy. Now you got a lot of support around it. I know that my son is uh, in the College of Engineering in computer science up at MSU. He gets a lot of handholding, right, to to make sure that he's getting it and. And uh, everybody does up there, and and in a lot of other places too. I don't know what your experience was. Were you in the? Um, you were in engineering, obviously, as a as a double E major. So, did you find that at Michigan too? Yeah. So I was I was in engineering, and I was able to uh, be able to. I mean, I, I was always the one that loved math and science, <laughs> and the fact that math and science was was the key. Um, engineering is how I got connected. And they didn't to have it. to work real hard at encouraging you. That's right. Sean Phillips, thanks so much for being with us and for all the work that you do with the Michigan Science Center. Folks, the website again is mi sci. I'm sorry, mi sci.org.